2: Back at it, the Words on Fire podcast, your boy mm. Cujo, your man's Jules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming to you with a special, special podcast, a, uh, two special guests that we have in the house. First of all, we got my man Thabo back with the old Sheepdog
1: Brewery. The Beer Wizard. Yo. <laughs> the Beer <master. laughs> What's going on, guys? The Beer Master. and <laughs> The
2: Beer Whisper. And the true, true star of this week's episode is going to be a gentleman that, that goes by many names. That a lot of people say that they won't know, but once you hear him, once you hear his story, you're going to be very identifiable with this gentleman. He's had quite a life story. This week, we got Old Sheepdog Brewery's got a beer coming up in honor of him. He goes by the name of Cassandro Exotico. Is that right? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry my 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 shit's always off dude (laughs) i'm always bad with names Uh,
3: hello everybody this is your friend cassandro el exótico my my real name is just cassandro oh just cassandro okay no mas cassandro pero during i guess in my own walk in the life of wrestling Mm -hmm. they started adding the el exótico later on so now i guess So just
2: cassandro i thought because i when i saw it i was like this dude must really like that fucking uh, Joe Exotic and the fucking yeah, <laughs> Tiger King. You, you know, carry like, a gun, <laughs> a Glitter vest. <mist. laughs> I was like, he must love this shit. So yeah. from the Lucha Libre world, from the pro wrestling world, Cassandro, it's an honor to have you here. Yes, yes. We welcome, got a beer welcome. coming out in your name with the old Sheepdog Brewery. Guys, tell us about it. Don't be scared.
4: All right. Well, <laughs> let me go ahead and start. Um, uh I was, me and my wife, uh, we were thinking about uh, coming up with a beer. Uh, This beer, we wanted to be more honoring the LGBTQ Mm -hmm. um, community. Yeah. And as we were talking and and every time we were talking about it, I was always thinking about Cassandro. Okay. Um, Thinking about, like, how he represents that and Mm -hmm. how it would be an honor for us to have him um, as the face of this beer. Right. Um, and we we talked it over like a week or so, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember very clearly it was like a, a Tuesday or, or Wednesday. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, me and my wife were we were drinking. A lot of our mm-hmm. stories started we were drinking. That's usually the best ones. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we had just gotten off the brewery. Uh, mm-hmm. We were at home. We were drinking, mm-hmm. and and um, my little sister was over, and we were talking about this beer, how we wanted it to be. Uh, kind of designing this beer, mm-hmm. and then I go. But let's go ahead and ask Cassandro, You know, yeah. um, I finally took the um, the guts to to kind of like uh, send them a message because you know you I were in his DMs. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <You laughs> I I a DM. Yes, I a DM. Um, you know, for me, all. for me, I've seen Cassandro wrestle. Mm-hmm. I have seen um, you know how, the image that he is, and 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 that's kind of like what what i saw this beer being in, and right. so I, I i'm not gonna lie i did send a message i think it was like around midnight mm. um you, you, you didn't send a mm. dick
2: pic or anything crazy <laughs> no, <right>? no. <laughs> it was just a fucking <laughs> because usually when midnight comes around there's some wild shit no, that
3: this happens. doesn't work try this yes. <laughs> i opened my eye i didn't <laughs> see anything i was like nah, this is it's a waste happening. of time i'll look Can at any it words? i'll look at it in the morning when I
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know we send a message um Eventually go to sleep. Right. Wake up in the morning and pff, yeah, it was there. You know, uh mm-hmm. Cassandro had accepted and, and uh, you know, he had said yes and, and for us we, we got ecstatic and, and we got really excited because um, you know he he had said yes to something that we had been talking about and dreaming about. He represents El Paso. Yeah, man. yeah. Exactly, Foreign, exactly the border city.
3: Born and born. raised, right? Born. born and raised. Born and raised in El Paso. Yeah. You know,
4: so, yeah. So, Cassandra's is very similar to my story, too, because, I mean, I was born in El Paso, but most of the time I was in Juarez. Mm-hmm. You know, Juanitos. I grew up in Juarez, yep. which, um, you know, I know I know you have, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, so eventually we we kind of get into an agreement on how it's going to work and, and um, you know, and uh, Cassandra shows up
0: mm-hmm.
4: uh, on a day we were gonna brew it, and and we both brewed it, and you know, uh, yeah. like I mean, you guys did it with me right, one, right. Day, one day, right? And then um, you know, it's been sitting in the fermenters. It's coming out right, um, and we love the taste of it, and I think we did it justice. I mm-hmm. hope we did it justice uh, to you, and you know, that's why we we're do coming to do, yeah. And we're coming. Uh, it's re- being released this Friday, right? um the 24th okay at seven from seven to ten mm-hmm. damn i work uh, yeah it's gonna be. <laughs> well, you gotta hold me one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no <laughs> uh, we're doing uh we're doing it as a as a drive-through method okay um you know this gentleman is awesome of <laughs> coming up with a plan so mm-hmm. we kind of came up with a plan everybody's going to drive it in into the parking lot and um you know cassandra's going to be handing out the beers and, oh dope yeah dope. um we you are don't
1: pretty, dress up in everything like in your
3: in your full
2: wrestling gear. Or? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. I mean when he asked me I I always want to be involved in anything that has to do with my career. Right. I like to go put my my lucky charm, no me me toque femenino or, what, <laughs> or whatever touch it is that I have that day man, right. regarding my duality and and I said yes and it was a true honor and uh, y gracias and then I said but uh, invite me I want to do it with you that so is awesome we right? went and I stirred the oats and then we okay. did the hobs. and then right uh, I, we I came three weeks later to put the mango inside the right. the, the, the beer and, right. and, and and yeah and then we were planning the release and then we had it for the eleventh that was mm-hmm. the actual date. But then because of the guidelines from um, the the governor, governor, yeah, um, we had to change it to this Friday, the 24th of July. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. If they change it or if they do not change it, let's make it through the drive uh, mm-hmm. the drive because they have a long parking lot right. so they, they they come in the cars they go around the car around the the, the circle uh-huh. there's music we're gonna have wrestlers in the middle to oh, take pictures dope. to get autographs I'll be también uh, as well giving out know, beers signing beers and uh, autographs cool. pictures and oh, yeah awesome. we're gonna have we're gonna be giving out mascaras and little luchadores oh that's dope I mean we just wanna make it a big fun day right. so you know to other people to come out, it's yeah. in the safety of your vehicle. You don't have to get down if you don't want to. Right. Uh, we, please, we we do want everybody to wear a mask as Yeah. We are going to wear the mask. Okay. A wrestling
1: mask, or like, I what mean, if it? they want to, but they <laughs> have to cover their mouth. <laughs> the face cover at face least. Covering. I got a couple of
3: those. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, did, did, Cassandra, did you have any input as far as for the flavor or the way that you want to go with it, or was it just like you know what I trust? the brewmaster and we'll go from there
3: no because that's not my my thing that's not right. my job i don't know nothing about brewery right and so I, I was like you're the the specialist do you I, like beer uh, i i can but you drink, could dabble so yeah I can, i'm not a drinker but <laughs> yeah, yeah. when i drink i i, I did you do okay. uh but he explained to me that it was going to be mango whatever and i said mm-hmm. well it could be mango exotica because you know right um, yeah <laughs> and then we, you know and then we went when it came out and it was yeah Muy exótica. <laughs>
2: yeah. So you guys already tasted it then? Yes. Right. So it's already good to go. It's fermented. just yes. yes. perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. I know I know what, when we did the, the blueberry stout for us, Took a little bit longer right. <laughs> to get that fucking, get that nice little that nice sit punch. Down. Yeah,
4: I took, um, yours took around like two, two months, it's, two, it's three lo- months. We're lazy probably, like
1: we are. Yeah, lazy like yeah. we he are. It's like we are. like, eh, maybe I should do it. Cada cosa se
3: parece a su dueño.
1: I might just go ahead and firm it now, I guess. Uh, I ain't <laughs> doing anything else. So that's
2: fucking awesome that you're able to give back to the community, like you said, since you are a big part of the community and you are... Kind of the face of the community, Cassandra, with the fact that, you know, in within the Mexican culture, within this area, the luchadores have always had that mystique, that 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 special place where you're like uh looking up some of idols. I mean, they've they've like a blue demon and all that we come out of these fucking movies. Mm. You know what I mean? El Santo. What what got you into wrestling in the first place?
3: I don't know. I never wanted to be a wrestler. That's no? for sure. No, no, no. So no, no. How, how did I wasn't you fall in? Those, How
1: the fuck you just stumble on that? No,
3: no. <laughs> every Monday to Friday, we used to live here in El Chuco because we went to school. Right. Once the rang the the bell rang at three fifteen, we were going. We were gone to Juárez. Yeah. Oh, so you every stayed in school Sunday, the whole day. Yeah. Oh wow! I never have. <laughs> en Juárez <laughs> qué grosero. En Juárez. It was the party world, no? Right. So, but I went to the live shows over there. That's the only way that you went to see Lucha Libre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I got to see my heroes, and there were... There were... Noel, que, eh, ¿Cómo se llama? Spider-Man, Superman. Yeah. It's, this... T- this guys I could touch, I could get an autograph, I could right. get a picture, and and and, and he, that that caught my eye, like mm-hmm. all the things that they and then the way they, they, they wrestle, use. like lucha libre, and they then like they have flying. the like nice bodies, and then the, and then me being gay, like un buffet para mi, so I liked it, but I never wanted to be a wrestler. But my best friend, she was, a, we were in a fan club de los luchadores, and we knew their wives, and and, and then she was training <laughs> wrestling, and she goes like, why why don't you come training with with us one one uh one friday and mm-hmm. and i was like no that's loca que te pasa like no way wrestling no hell no right she's like no my teacher said you can come and you don't have to pay for one week so i went mm-hmm. they kicked my butt so bad <laughs> see i ended up with with a fever and and the, the, the body sores from, and from just training fever oh. from the
2: ass kicking yeah i've never heard of that oh, that's oh, no, an yeah. ass <laughs>
3: I if they make you, and, and, and if you didn't throw up, uh you yeah. weren't done. You weren't done. Really? That's the way it was. It was very strict. I've never gotten the, the shits days. or anything from yeah. getting my ass No, I've oh, I yeah. seen
2: people overtrain to where they, they start throwing up. That's well, that's yeah. me in the that's gym the first ten shit. minutes. No, that's because uh, yeah. you just finished eating before you go to the gym, <laughs> <laughs> the gym motherfucker. Yeah. No.
1: no, I tried empty stomach. I tried full stomach. It, it can't doesn't do it? matter. No, I turned like we
3: can't we can't eat nothing four hours before like training or a match. Okay puede hacerte daño al stomach, you know yeah. to your intestines and right. you don't want them to blow out. So yeah, we gotta we gotta watch all that that diet y todo. But mm-hmm. once I started training it was very easy for me because I was beating up on the guys that you know I, all my issues were men right I've like been abused physically mentally spiritually sexually by oh, men man, I'm sorry. my whole life like right. from 7 to 17 I was done I had no father figure I was a fatherless kid wow even my dad living in the same household I was abandoned he never acknowledged me or happy birthday or Christmas nothing so it was really hard for me mm-hmm. so when I went to Lucha Libre I was beating up on men and I loved it because yeah. that was my healing you process you, your payback. you um, were like put,
1: replacing their faces I with can't live they... without
3: you but I can live with you motherfucker. <laughs> <father. laughs> <laughs> yeah. ching-a-los, ching-a-los, ching-a-los. So,
2: <laughs> so so after that age period did you ever get back in touch with your dad or did, was it just because of your lifestyle what is it you think that, that kind of like separated you guys
3: well I don't know it's just he's it was his stuff. That was his issue, not mine. I mean,
2: do you think it has to do with the Mexican machismo claro, shit claro. that we always yeah, have? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah.
3: It had to do with all that because yeah. that was his first guy. mujeres, and I was the first guy. Okay. and he didn't like it. <laughs> and then of course but he you, never acknowledged out me. Out I never been in a closet. I never yeah. had a closet. I never been in a fucking closet. So <laughs> I was, That's always awesome. like me, awesome. like yeah, no, no, no. But then my, but then throughout the whole years, mm. me and my dad miss, missed, out on each other. Like right. We, you know and then i remember i had a dad when i was in trouble or when i needed to get some shit and, mm-hmm. then, and then my dad like he barely talked to me like
2: that is fucking nuts but then
3: when i was 40 years old mm. uh, i did a pay-per-view and ring of honor and it was april 3rd 19 uh 2010 okay and i fracture i do a topeton and I a uh-huh. suicide dive and red titus couldn't get me and I, I did a uh, left tibial plateau fracture. Ooh, and then fuck. when I came back, from, and it was in North Carolina, so I still had to fly from oh. North Carolina to Chicago and then Chicago to El Paso. And uh, when I was here, my dad started. Going to my house and taking me to the doctor and waiting wow. for me and taking me back home and mm, then when enough. I had surgery, he was there. He was the last guy I saw when I went to surgery room and when I got out of the surgery room, he was there. Oh wow! And then he started bringing me food. I was like, "Oh, this is nice caldito, nice <laughs> caldito." And I was like, "Where did you buy it?" He's like, "No, I made it. I made it for you, Miko. I didn't even know my dad could fucking cook. Wow, really? So that's and but by this time, yeah, I had started my recovery journey. Okay. When I got cleaned up and I left all the drugs and all the alcohol, okay, it was in 2003. So when I started working on myself Mm -hmm. and on the compassion and the forgiveness, I started talking to my dad and I I started telling him, hey, I need my dad. Like, what's up with you? Like, yeah, we're missing out. Like we got to grow and then we got to talk about all these issues that we had and all that stuff. Right. He always asked me, but he's always like, perdóname, mijo, I didn't know how to love you. Y perdóname. Right. He just didn't know how to is. show and it. Then, huh? He was just a provider. He couldn't be a dad. He didn't yeah. know how. But when I worked on myself, I knew that if he, <clears throat> he would have known better, he would have done better. He, yeah. he, he didn't have the tools. Right. So I blamed him for everything and I had to forgive him for nothing.
2: Oh wow! Oh wow! That's and, fucking deep. Yeah, that's yeah, fucking, that's is. some deep ass shit. And though. then
3: and then uh, today I can tell you that I have the best fucking father in the world. He that is just, awesome. He just lost his wife like two months ago. Oh, sorry and, to hear and, that. And 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 I've been there. And mm-hmm. no, no, no. We have the best relationship. We can talk about everything. Now, like,
1: is it like father and son, or is it more like?
3: friends now like no it's father and son and yeah son. yeah that is fucking cool though that's awesome so yeah. so yeah. When, when he he was... now, now he even calls me mija sometimes like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like yes, yes, <laughs> <we> yes. Want. <laughs> Finally finally <laughs> finally he gets it. <laughs> so when he would
2: see you wrestling out there He what? never saw me he wrestling. never saw you wrestling even on the TV?
3: He never went to no, one videos nothing no he told me this at first right? uh-huh. he said he never followed me for 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 my years uh huh. And then when I got cleaned up, he started following my career. Okay. And then when I talked to him about it, he knew all this. I didn't know he had seen all the stuff that I said and, mm-hmm. and and some of the matches that he's seen and stuff like okay. that. Okay.
2: So he has seen you wrestle though
3: not well on I mean,
2: TV well on TV right but yeah. not so much live because no 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 he
3: wouldn't he can't take it he says he can see somebody beating up on his son no, I don't blame him I, he's like, I would be I I that yeah. very yeah. aggressive that or he's like no 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 he's gonna he jump go in, in too fuck him up <laughs> yeah. Yeah. all of a sudden it's a tag what's team what's a flying match? elbow <laughs>
2: all of a sudden it's a flying fucking that's tag team that's the way my match. mom
3: was uh, rest her soul yeah uh, my mom was like yo soy tu mamá <laughs> <laughs> and I was like from the ring mom Mom, sit down
0: sit down <laughs>
3: like let me wrestle I couldn't wrestle because my mom was gonna fight right
2: so with, w- w- when you're looking at the, at the different styles or different types of people that you're bringing up within wrestling I know like here in the US they have you're either the good guy or you're the heel in Mexico is it the same or is it kind of a little bit more spread out Mm-mm. it's the same it's the same exact thing but I know the rings are a little bit different right the, you guys have like the six posts in the lucha and sometimes Octavo oh, yeah. is one oh, eight, eight. Okay. So you guys are the oh, original like UFC.
3: battle royal C- or that's or a- triple A? That's only triple A. Okay,
2: so that's like the original UFC. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. Basically, like right to the octagon. Oh, but oh. like in Arena Mexico and everywhere else, we use uh-huh. a square. And they only use the octagon for TV.
2: Oh, okay. When mm. the, when Just for like special matches and shit like that. For the like tape that.
3: shows and, and stuff.
2: Okay, so so you've been wrestling for how long now?
3: 32 years.
2: So right now?
3: And I'm 50 years old.
2: Oh, shit. Congrats. Oh, right. And when was, was the last time you wrestled?
3: March 8th.
2: So right before the, all this shit hit.
3: I, I, w- I went to, f- that was my last flight, March 8th. I flew to LA. Mm-hmm. I wrestled and then I flew back. And then we were like on lockdown. And I was like, oh shit. Oh wow. <laughs> this shit got real, yeah, real Yeah, And fast. I was in Compton and I was like, oh shit. In Compton. Best place for you to be. <laughs> <laughs> best, place, <laughs> best place for the exotic to be in fucking Compton. Well, I
2: mean, in the middle of a fucking yeah, pandemic. No, it, no,
3: no, 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 no. It's nice when people talk shit about me and then. I just kicked their ass and I'm like, oh, qué pendejo! A fucking hoto just kicked your ass. Qué vergüenza, hijo de tu pinche madre! So let me ask I make you. them look. I make him look bad.
2: That, that's good. That's what you're supposed to do. That's, a, that's a fucking job. So within the Mexican uh, wrestling, is it the same where whenever you're already going into the ring, you already know who's gonna win? No. Is this one's actually. Mirá. How, how the does it show work? is
3: the show, the 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 como se dice low performance, I mean okay. uh, yeah. that that could be all like uh como se dice synchronized or, okay. or practice, practice or whatever. Yeah, right. yeah, but in Mexico, you don't determine them fights like, like normal. Oh,
1: game. so you don't even know who's going to win until... For the
3: most part, no. Yeah. So, You're it, like, oh,
1: I'm going to let you pin me at the
3: end. Or, no, no, no. The ego gets in the way and the arrogance and fuck that. So you, you guys are going to really pin, gonna gonna pin me
1: down. No, no, no. Yeah. I've seen where they break, like, beer bottles and shit. Like I, have, real I have
3: eight surgeries. I have four cuts the beer bottles. I have eight cuts in my hand. <laughs> oh. I have a lot of uh, stitches in my forehead. And, and it was because... Lucha libre is supposed to be fake, mm-hmm. but between us, fuck that. There you go. No, 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 no. Y yo and uh, with other exóticos, when mm-hmm. we started, we were like on each other's throat. And you want to be better at the best? Well, you gotta kick some ass. Right. Scratch your eyes out. Que <laughs> you have to like put up with a lot of shit. You yeah. don't know. So people so think it's fake. Right. No, shit, no, th- no, those those hits are real. It's no. hard yeah, yeah, Los Sillazos, Yeah, yeah. Have you seen all this? Yeah, all those documentaries on yeah. CTE and the yep. football players and the wrestlers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the Chris Benoit case yep. and everything. Like we all got it. I I, I don't even know how bad I got like it, but I guy, know I got it. I was I'm a... so fucking I'm fucking nuts in my head now. <laughs> oh fuck!
1: <laughs> but That's... you
3: think it was from all that? It's from, from the headbutt yep. Oh yeah. It's from all that. I used to I, watch I was wrestling when...
1: when I was a kid, and the British Bulldogs, like that guy that used to fly off, Davey Boy Smith. He mm-hmm. jacked himself up.
3: Oh yeah. Dude yeah, that's great. So I was there last year when Silver King died in the middle of the ring in London at the Roundhouse. How did that happen? How did that go down? I don't know. We were there and we had to 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 um he got there on a, on a Friday night. Mhm. They 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 didn't sleep all night, and then mm-hmm. on Saturday we had two shows that Saturday. So at okay. ten AM we had to be at the venue, mm-hmm. and they were a little bit late. And mm-hmm. then we went to the venue with the, the noon show because kids can only go to a noon show in the UK. Oh really? Uh huh. And so we, and he came out as Ramses the movie, and and everything and everything was fine. And then we go back. Everybody goes to their own dressing room, and mm. normally I just. Shower and, and get ready for the next show Because the right. next show is at 6pm at oh, And then I, I started seeing him in the dressing room But he was going in and out of the bathroom a lot And he would like wet himself a lot Mm-hmm but we never see the signs. I, I didn't see the signs. Okay. I, I just said, well, you know, it's a it's the jet lag too. It's yeah. eight hours ahead over there, and right. he just got there and he didn't sleep, and now he has to do two matches. Right. And Shit. it was yeah, we were tired already from the first match, and we were hungry, and we couldn't eat a lot because it, we was one one show, and then the, the other, other one continues right. with the adults, yeah. and right. it gets crazy. Yeah. And, and the drums are all in, and everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the first match was a battle royal. Okay. So when we were putting the battle royal together, mm-hmm. I always liked to listen to him because he was one of the knowledge guys. Okay. And he was telling us to do stuff. And then when we were inside the ring, he wasn't doing shit. He was just in the corner, in the turnbuckle with Santo. Uh
0: huh.
3: And out of my eye, I caught him in the corner and I'm like, something's wrong because Silver King normally, he likes to be boom, 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 right, beep, right. Beep, he boom, boom, move and it. shit and he wasn't moving. Yeah. Right. So then... We were going to have matches as you were coming out of the ring. Right. So uh, uh, this guy, uh, uh Caranor from, from uh, UK, came out first, and then it was me, mm-hmm. and then it was him, and then it was Tuve Guerrera, so there was the two first matches. Okay. So then after the battle royal Toya estaba Santo and Fantasma, and I don't know who else. Mm-hmm. But okay, after that, we went in, me and the other guy, we did our, our match. Uh, I won as I was coming down, he was already ready to come out of the ring when I was coming in. Mm-hmm. We did the hi-fi, con cuidado. Right. That's it. I went to my dressing room. I was exhausted. That was my second show and, yeah. I, and, and my third match. Oh, fuck. Uh-huh, because yeah, of, of the, the battle, battle, battle royal. 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 Yeah. yeah, the battle and royal. And my third match. And I won, and that meant that I supposed to have had gone another one, right? Yeah. But I went to the dressing rooms and I started like just refreshing myself. Mm-hmm. And you had a little thing on the uh, a knob in the, in the in your dressing room to hear if you wanted to hear what was going out outside right. of... On the, in the ring. In the ring yeah. or, or just quiet time, right? Uh-huh. And, and you couldn't hear nothing because everybody would have... I had an individual ring, uh, dressing room uh-huh. and you can hear and you need a, a, a code to come in so nobody could come in. Right. So everybody was running around and I, w- I wasn't even paying attention to what was happening. Mm-hmm. I just heard somebody yelling like, we need some scissors, we need some scissors. I'm like... I don't know what happened. Right. And then I hear another guy like, oh my God, somebody's knocked out. And, and I thought it was a fan or something. Right. So then I open the door and I start listening. And I start hearing like screams and shit. Mm-hmm. And then I go outside and, and this guy tells me like, Silver King's knocked out in the middle of the ring, man. He can't breathe. He's not breathing. Oh <sighs> I start running out. Uh-huh. I start running to the dressing room and everybody with All the arena, the 1,400 people that were gone... They just in took all minutes. So in two minutes, they, they emptied the arena. There was one nurse, a UK nurse. There was a, col- uh, a doctor that was from Colombia watching the event, and mm-hmm. they were helping out. Okay. And and all the wrestlers, we were like around the ring, and just one of the wrestlers was on top with him. Wow. And they had to cut his mask off. He had a lot of tape and in the the wrestling boots and everything. Right. So they and cut they all were doing, off. And they were CPR him. And right in our eyes Like It, it was for a long time mm-hmm. And then they would Do some shots Like right here in the neck They would sh- to get adrenaline. Up adrenaline Shots yeah. or something In the neck And then they, It wasn't working It wasn't working And I told them like I told them like He's gone He's gone He's, he's dead Damn And then Because they put this machine I don't know it was a weird machine uh-huh. and it, it would uh, do the compressions the compressions like okay. automatically okay. and oh fuck and, and then they would like try to get us back to the dressing room but right. everybody was crazy I was crying and screaming and it was Damn. just a crazy thing and then it, it, we would kind of go back and then no 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 we wanted to stay there he was in the middle of the ring and they were working on him in the middle of the ring Damn. and you can see the liquid was already fo- oh, coming out shit. of his mouth oh and 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 so we were like, "What are we gonna do? What what what's next? I mean, right. he's not gonna wake up. It's been two hours now that they were been working on him. Holy A long shit. time. It was a long really time. wow two hours. And then um, so finally we all agreed that we were gonna go back to the dressing room mm-hmm. while they can change him to another room. That's what they said. Okay. So as soon as we all went backstage and we we closed the doors. Mm-hmm. We all. Well, I looked into the big screen because we had a big screen backstage, right? And they just laid a black cover on him. Oh, fuck. he was gone. And then we all ran back outside. And oh, fuck! Hell broke loose. When was this? Hell broke loose. March May eighth, two thousand nineteen. Wow. So the, what, and this was in in between the match. And, and what, what was and the cause
1: of it though? Like, did or, they, what yeah, was the final? What, what were the ruling? Or,
3: uh, heart attack, uh, stroke, heart attack, heart attack. Wow. How? Old I was think. He? Fifty-one. Okay. He had high blood pressure pills. Mm-hmm. We found out he had high blood pressure pills and I think heart pills or something like that. Oh. And it's that. There's when we thought that like this is so bad. Yeah. Because we don't know what each of us have or right. You yeah. know, like somebody needs to know if something's wrong with me. Right. Because we didn't know what was wrong with him or anything. And so I left the arena at three in the morning to go to my hotel. Shower and then at 4:30, I had to go to fly to Berlin to present my documentary uh-huh. and do a Q&A, uh, and oh it was just shit. a big mess. Wow! I, so you went through all that. that I didn't a... wanna fly. I was right. done. I was crying. I was. It was just a oh, mess. a mess. And I was like debating in my head: Should I go to Berlin? I don't wanna go to Berlin, but I'm a public. Figure you gotta be responsible. You gotta show up. No, but people are gonna understand you. You just lost your friend in the right. middle of the ring, and yeah. and I was going nuts and my friends from my 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 friends from london they just never left me they were just loving me through everything and that is amazing and yeah I, I went finally i went to to berlin i, mm-hmm. I just slept and and powered I, through it i went through i yeah. i couldn't i couldn't do the A without like my throat there was like, like choking up yeah. choking on my throat and and i think there was one moment when i just started crying and and the uh, the host yeah. told everybody in the audience. What had happened? Yeah, so, so everybody was just gave me a standing ovation.
2: That know? is fucking. Up. So how long did you know this? This yeah. The, how the long did you work for? with
3: him? Or oh my god, I so was, you knew him for a very long time. Oh yeah, since I was like fifteen. Oh, oh wow, fuck. I was. So I was in his, and I was in his. Not in his first relationship with his uh, first wife. I was with him and his second wife. I was at when their baby was was born i was oh, shit. in the so hospital a, a
1: close friend. i or. took
3: the baby in an incubator got him in an ambulance and took him to a special uh hospital because uh-huh. the kid was suffering from lungs so you're very close to him i was yeah oh wow, dude, wow. Into the family, sorry to hear about that. the family his father yeah his, he was the brother of dr wagner okay you know so dr mm-hmm. wagner was freaking out and Dude. Yeah. And that's the third guy that I see die in my ha- in my eyes. Third guy. Yeah. In the ring. The third- yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, horrible. Uh, I mean well, and one was here in El Paso. The one here in El Paso? Oh, Eddie? Or no, 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 Fuego. Eddie, Fuego. Back Fuego. Back in back in the days. Fuego at the castle at Castle ballroom Okay. Back when Matt Mayer used to do matches at uh, Lucha Caliente yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. With Hurricane yeah. Hector. Okay. Fuego. He was twenty eight years old. He was he had his kid six and eight year old in the in the arena. He always used Fuck. to do Monday nights, and we had we were wrestling, and he was in the first match. And I sat uh, in my place. He came and sat after the match in his in his seat, and he mm-hmm. was next to me. And we always are like, <laughs> 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 because it's normal we get tired and right. stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, "Are you okay?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm just tired, very tired." And I was, "Yeah, yeah, just take it easy." Boom! And then all of a sudden, he, he got like like so like stiff, mm-hmm. and then he jumped to the front. He took like a jump to the front. Uh-huh. And Holy shit That was it? That was it Ahí quedó what, what wow. was that? And like hypertension? Kids, or? And his kids right were trying. His kids. No, his kids were trying to come back to the dressing room, and we were trying to, like, no, 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 your dad's fine. Well, oh, wait fuck. over yeah, there, yeah, wait yeah. over yeah. there. They didn't have no him. mom, they had nobody. It was, so it was chaotic. Oh, Holy shit. shit. Yeah. Dude, and then they came, the ambulance, they took him right in front to the Hospital del Sol. Yeah, it's right across the street. And, and yeah, he was gone, he was gone. And and that was the first time and I that, and I'm a medical student. Okay. And I couldn't. I didn't know what to do. I freaked out. Right. I, right. I, 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 but there was people that came in, started yeah. CPR, yeah, lower, Luego that's heavy and as hell, stuff. Man. Yeah. To watch somebody die. In your yeah. Arms and, uh, Dude. And, and what was the ruling on him? The same. Tenía un soplo en el corazón. Oh. And he had eight like four water burgers before the match, <laughs> and I don't oh, know why. Yeah. yeah, that's not
2: going to help any no, during that.
3: No. You know, Ooh. it's serious. It's serious business wrestling, yeah. especially if you're professional. Like, miss different, but the local guys see yeah. it in another way, mm-hmm. and it's not very professional. Well, yeah, because
2: the majority of them usually have like day jobs and all kinds of other. Well,
3: yeah. Until you make it, you you're not, you're yeah, not making in. any money until you yeah. you break yeah, through, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to get through. I mean, bef- nowadays there's a lot of wrestlers everywhere mm-hmm. that will, or are one of these yeah. or just. Yeah. People that don't they suck at on it. the internet and they do <laughs> they all fucking the table. suck and and, 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 and yeah, yeah yeah there's still people like that like they're, they're, they 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 become remember. wrestlers through uh through YouTube or yeah through whatever I used videos. to watch a lot
1: of the NWA like uh, yeah. my favorite wrestler was Dusty Rhodes growing uh, yeah. up oh Man, yeah oh shit yeah I used to watch this shit at Dusty uh, Nikita Koloff all those guys they were, it was a little more hardcore right. I thought than watching WWF. So I used to watch all them. The only WWF people that I liked was, like, the British Bulldogs. Mm. Just because of the dog in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, dog. David Boy Smith and them. They were, they yeah, were awesome. He was, he was they were they, those was dope. Those guys, man. They were, they were something else. But, like, because, like, it, it, in the NWA, it was more like... Uh, they had like Mixed. cowbell matches where mm-hmm. they beat people <laughs> they beat each other up with a cowbell or like <laughs> bob wire matches and there's uh, more blood wild. you know you had rick flair that dude did not fuck around mm-hmm. growing up and watching all that you know yeah that's, so
2: when, when when you got into it at first and like you said since you've never been behind the closet you've always been you you've always been out there what wh- how did the other wrestlers receive you like in the back of the dressing room like was it always was it standoffish was it like oh, I'm not wrestling on. with him yeah 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 him. like I'm not gonna bother with that fucking guy I'm gonna tell or, this
3: story and I've never told this story okay because oh, was exclusive. Exclusive. that's what we're looking for <laughs> this, this yes. is because of respect of him uh, okay but back then back then in Mexico City where I, I my company was Lucha Libre Internacional, we were okay. at El Toro de Cuatro Caminos that was the biggest company back then and in, mm-hmm. in, in arena Mexico those were the two biggest companies and uh uh like so. Oh, oh. It then we started this new. They they giving me a lot of sillas, so Sorry. Um, um, they started doing the crossover between uh, lucha libre Internacional, and Consejo Mundial de Lucha Libre. Okay. We started like trading wrestlers. Some okay. would come to our events and we would wrestle them, and then some of us would go to their events. And okay. And they were. It was a new thing. They were trying a new thing. Mm-hmm. And la senorita. Esperanza Flores was one of the programmers with uh, Carlos Lagarde. Okay. And at the Pista revolution Revolucion, I don't know why they always give me the big, biggest matches, like the Campeonato with El Hijo del Santo and other stuff. Like, it that. was there, yeah. <laughs> right. But then they give me this mano a mano versus Pierrot. Okay. And Pierrot. Pierrot never showed up. He was like, fuck that, I ain't gonna wrestle this fucking queer. Oh, fuck. Really? And he was my friend. I mean, no shit. Whoa, I wait, mean, what?
1: That's not a outside of wrestling.
3: <laughs> yeah, we were cool. Like we were cool in the yeah, dressing yeah. room and and with friends, and we partied and stuff. Right. And I never knew that side. But when wow. I got to the to the event, yeah. I was told that he was not going to show up because it was against me, and he was a mano man. Wow! And
1: oh, he wow. did it,
3: and he didn't show up. They had a another guy there already to to wrestle with mm-hmm. me. But I can tell you that's the only time that I can Did remember. Did you talk
1: to him afterwards? Like, I hey, never saw fuck?
3: him. I've never seen him. And he's been paralyzed ever since. And he's been struggling. In oh, Mexico. fuck. Yeah, he's still around, you know. Um, and you never seen him after that? Like, never talked to you? Reached out? I mean, hey, you know I've what? seen him, but I never talked talk, talk to him. About that? No, 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 no. I, I think know. you should get revenge. Well, it's because I haven't. I right now the time. Right now is the best oh. time to get onto the spot. Ah, he's also in a wheelchair. Oh, that's the well, best. That's time.
1: <laughs> the best time to do it. <laughs> I'm, 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 <laughs> a, I'm <laughs> fucking. I would do some shit like that. I <laughs> kick run. him right in the chest. He can't run
2: away. No. He
1: can't I'll run. drop kick him in the chest <laughs> like it, and it, and it, No, and I would let him know I'm coming. He can't <laughs> <move>. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I would do that. Just I'm petty like that. I would. I would. Forgive me now, but I'm gonna. To kick the shit
3: yeah. out! <laughs> thrust kick them right in the fucking chest. That's the bit. best time, right? Take well, the that, opportunity. That, that's the I, the I think that's the only time. But or DDT other them. other 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 wrestlers that yeah. wouldn't like us or they were indifferent to us, but mm-hmm. they never saw, and They never say, said anything or, or see us because the company we were favorites of the company. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, made them money. We were <laughs> a hot ticket. We yeah. were on every card that they had. Every city that we had a program, we were on there because we were the ones that were bringing in the people right because yep. either the hated or love you. the more, yeah either people was gonna hate us or people were gonna love us right. and there were always the that that fantasy thing that what are they gonna wear tonight what are they <laughs> gonna come out to and right. stuff like that uh-huh and then and then they knew we fucking kicked ass right. we weren't yep. there because we were gay or because we looked pretty we were there because we knew how to kick ass we were just the new exotico generation what i remember like um they had this
1: uh American wrestler he was Adrian, D- Adrian Adonis. Adonis. Yeah, he was kind of like like that for WWF. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he was it, it was that was his character. So, mm. see 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 there's, so.
3: there's been exists like, so since 1940s. So oh, exoticos really? like are, are, are Yeah, that was the first one. Oh, was it? Yes so, See, so I, I, was, are, I know a little bit about wrestling yeah. A little
2: bit <laughs> Exoticos <laughs> are categorized as, as what exactly? Flamboyant Flamboyant. Flamboyant Because okay.
3: back in the days The exoticos weren't gay normally uh-huh. I mean, some of them were in the closet, I guess But yeah. I mean like They, they wouldn't would have come been out considered then Yeah, exotico yeah. Between the duality of masculine and feminine yeah. Yeah. Right. And it was But it was like the clowns of the circus They really were Like they were there to make people laugh and grabbing their ah, ass y okay, okay. you know just, little, just stupid Kinda shit like, like that <laughs> and then I mean <laughs> but they were great wrestlers as well when right. they needed to wrestle they show up yeah. yeah but then and then the new generation started then came Sergio Lermoso Le Greco, Bello Greco and they were different too mm-hmm. they were like two big uh, Dikes wrestling in like exóticos, and then uh, it took another baby Sharon and Rudy Reyna. Those were my predecessors. Those Mm -hmm. were the ones that showed me the way, and those were the ones that showed me how to how to respect and deal with lucha libre. Like you gotta respect this, and you gotta dress well, and you gotta be the best that you can be. And those were like the ones that I was. I saw in the ring, and I was like, oh hell, I know those are gay. Oh, I I know I can be (laughs) like you know when you see them. (laughs) They gave me the hope that I could be just like them. Yeah. And then it started, and 32 years later, I'm still fuck, here. Fuck,
2: that's fucking nuts. And you said you had
3: like eight surgeries? I have eight and surgeries. Three times I bought my teeth. Alley Park, me los quebrados veces. Oh, fuck. Yeah, with a kick my
1: teeth dude that, that well you don't pull them off the side I say look man you're getting way too close to my <laughs> no 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 it's, <laughs> this is lucha libre not a
3: beauty parlor <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting this is too lu- comfortable I, I don't complain about my shit i get back you get them back I well get you don't back. hit the
2: guy in the wheelchair though what you want the no. guy with the wheelchair oh, you
3: no, gotta no, take no. advantage what you can Did you no, kick I his don't. teeth out <laughs> no no. But I did another thing.
1: Did you pull the oh, ball? Oh, oh, did. <laughs> did you pull oh, the
3: ball? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You said he did <laughs> What'd another do? thing. what did you do? What did you do? I wanna hear it? I wanna hear No, you can't hear it. Oh I kill him with love. Oh <laughs> fuck, you bit him. You
0: <laughs> bit no, him. Nah,
2: he, he slapped him with his dick. He slapped him with his dick out of it over. Bitch slap. The, <laughs> Well, did you know that was uh, your uncle, right? He used to be a wrestler, too, though. Yeah, yeah,
4: but he he was, he was uh, at the local level. He was only on the local yeah. local site. I, can't, I
2: always can't remember the name that he used. He always changed his name. It was so fucking awesome. He dude. would be
4: Apache, Arbitral, yeah. and then his son was Baby Mountain.
2: Dude, this kid, this. Do you have,
1: like, scars on your forehead? Mm-hmm. Like, will you cut yourself? I didn't see him.
2: Oh, so, so you would do that too, right? Well, because
3: it's right? a dark room. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I, yeah, well, well, I well, can't well, even well. see you.
1: You're in front of
3: me. What's up with <laughs> this
1: lighting?
3: <laughs> with this lighting? Yeah, seen yeah, it.
1: Can, can you bring me? Yeah, we <laughs> have like stars. It's like the we planetarium have stars in here.
3: We're in a black room. Yeah, it's to ease the spirit, spirit It's fucking yeah. amazing it's with t- a candle. It smells beautiful. You guys gotta get in this touch in this room. Smell the candle. I'm gonna ring and go.
1: I'm gonna ring and go. <laughs>
2: so in the wrestling world who's the biggest guy or the biggest attraction you ever fought who's the biggest name you ever took on within the, the ring in the ring
3: <laughs> uh i mean i don't know i i think one of my biggest matches was with el hijo del santo back in 1991 santo. when we did the championship match mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the one that got me over okay. over the pr- the the press. And you beat the, him? No, but oh. but I got um, that's where I got the respect that I that I was looking for from mm-hmm. the, from the locker room as well too.
2: Yeah, you see, now I can see why you would want to embody the beer with him.
1: Who is bigger? Like Mil Mascaras or I wrestled Mil Mascaras.
3: No, Mil Mascaras is is super big. Because when
1: he came to WWF, they couldn't pronounce his name. It was Mil Mascaras. Mil Mascaras. Mascaras. And I was like, that's Mil Mascaras. (laughs) (laughs) Mil Mascaras.
2: Yeah. (laughs) He lasted a good week, though.
3: I mean, I had the fortune to wrestle a lot of my idols. Wow. that's Did you You wrestle a a lot of the Guerreros here? I wrestled. I debuted Chavito Jr. Okay, in yeah. Juarez. I yeah. wrestled Eddie. Damn. Um I wrestled. Hey, Eddie Hector. always got a
1: lot of props. Like he. he knew in what LA, he was doing.
3: I got a match with Hector. Uh-huh. I still saw Mr. and Mrs. Guerrero go to the gimnasio in Juarez and 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 go to look teach. at Eddie. Really? Uh huh. I had a picture back in the days yeah. with him and su gorrito siempre, and um, yeah. So I, I wrestled Teddy, and then I was in the debut of Chavo Guerrero Jr. as well. Too. God damn! Yeah, those are two. And I had a good relationship with uh, Chavo, Chavo Senior, and I back yeah. in the days when we were using buddies. It was crazy. It was just a fucking party life.
2: See, now I gotta hear this. So what,
3: what, what using buddies? That's what, awesome. Yeah, we <laughs> smoked dope. We did coke. We did damn. all the hard things. We carried guns. We did oh, a shit. lot of fucking <laughs> shit. We did you a, a fucking orgies orgy up, back then. <laughs> orgies. <laughs> it was the best thing because there was no fucking social media. Just right. muscles There was nothing. <laughs> Fucking drama. The okay, what? hold on. You 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 Wait. touched on a lot of subjects that's that we a, need to talk you, about the, here. <laughs> Hey, I'm from the 1970s Nice, you're the, oh, flamb, nice. Oh, flamboyant gangster. Yeah, that's some fucking. shit I was a chola back in the days. Were you? I I tried. What school did you go to? I tried. <laughs> I tried. What, yeah, I tried. <laughs> what school did you go I to? I tried in being in a Ohio chola, Ohio. a biker, uh, all those things. And nada pegó. I just, just wanted exotical, to be myself. <laughs> just the exotic Coming out. That is fucking homosexual. How <laughs> can? What school did you go to here? Lamar. Oh shit. Elementary Yeah This I went To Riverside Junior And then I went To Socorro High School Socorro oh.
2: Socorro <laughs> Socorro Yep Now yeah, yeah I can see why The orgies And the fucking guns Yeah There
1: was nothing Out here <laughs> That was, that was in
3: Mexico City Those were oh, the that, 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 oh, That's yeah. where Hey
1: that's look, where I, I was party, though. I, 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 was, in, I party.
3: was in Andre uh, Andre the Giants Last ma- last tour in Mexico Oh and really last matches I Yeah I, so Talk to us about I that I used to sit down In his laps And I, he look, he would love me To lap dance on him and so i would do always the show While no, well, he had two beers in his fucking hand they look like you know. this though they look like uh, no, his, see, the beers he gets were like
1: them this. like this
3: uh-huh
1: and he he was legendary yeah. as far yeah. as his yeah.
3: drinking so i was uh, i i had the privilege to be in rope with him sometimes for the most part uh-huh. because i knew english and right. then phil lacing was there and he was canadian so they talked french as well and oh fuck. and so yeah and then this thing a lot of people don't know but one of the matches Mm -hmm. um he had an accident in the match and he used he he, i think dr wagner took him uh like on a sunset flip from the top rope oh and when he sat down on wagner's (laughs) chest (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he, dude, he shit on him or he farted on him. He, I think he had an accident. He sharted he on him. He yeah. sharted a up. little bit. He sharted. And li- then, no, Andre, <laughs> no, no, no. no After the wait, giant wait, wait, cannot wait. shit a little bit. No, see, <laughs> that's no. a big and motherfucker. Then, and then somebody stole his gear in the dressing room. No shit. What the fuck somebody you gonna wear his stole. drawers for? Right? How are you gonna and put then, those on? They're like and cortinas. And then he, he shit, was, like, he, he was. We were going to the toreo and he had a lot of matches still. So, but in, in our house where we used to live with Tejano. Pimpinela, my flower, and myself, we used to live with Tejano. Mm -hmm. And we had our own simstress. So we had to, like, that night, we stayed up, me and her, because I used to help cut out, and I used to make all my bathing suits, so I knew how to sew and everything. So we were like, what? size what the fuck are we gonna do like, <laughs> like fucking we, we needed a singlet and it was gonna be red because that's the only fabric we had that rhino was size oh shit and we were like holy shit well no no i don't know it's like a carpa de circo like a, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so we did we made the, the 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 singlet i took it to him the next day it fit perfectly and Ooh. that was good for the for the rest of the tour yeah, I've heard i heard and that was he was very criticized because when he came down from the airplane mm-hmm. he was on a on a cane
2: oh, yeah shit. but he had a bad back right yeah, yeah he had a yeah, really bad like, back So people
3: were like oh mira que viene este he's all beat up and stuff nah or, he was no so nah, but even, even but that with was a, a bad that back that was, was his last tour but they were saying City. like when he would wrestle like you didn't
1: know if you were gonna beat him you know how everything was yeah. like predetermined he would like uh, okay, I'll let you beat me or whatever. He'll to pass the torch, right? Like, he was wrestling, I guess, Hulk Hogan. They were saying, and he didn't know he was gonna let him be. He was like, I don't know if I'm gonna win, yeah. He was like, Well,
3: fuck it, just body I slam tell me you. The ego gets in the way, you know? yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But especially when you're like, What is he, 7'3 or 7'4? Yeah, four?
3: Hombre, he was huge, he was huge. Yeah, nice I'll, guy. I'll, nice guy yeah he was very nice i always heard he was was a sweetheart that's what i've always heard super cool and
2: everybody would fuck with him is what i would hear that he would have the worst time because people i mean you're a big dude as it is so then you're a wrestler so everybody's gonna want to you know get a little liquid courage why the fuck fuck would you want to fuck
1: with a giant he loved loved tequila and coronas
2: yeah I, i think i've heard a story where he had sat down and Drank like 36 beers at one time before a match. Just yeah, that was, was just a Tuesday. Yeah, because he was thirsty. I was like, dude, that's a wild fucking...
3: <laughs> no, dude. he loved to drink. We though. were in Jalapa, Veracruz, and it's a hot city. Uh-huh. And he had a case right there next to him. and He, he would get drink. from two and two beers. Dude, two beers at a time, two beers at a time. That's a fucking monster, bro. And he would go wrestle like nothing and come back in the dressing room and start drinking again. Jesus! I did that life for many years. That was back then. We well, well, you it was, the, it was of, the party. It was the quinceañera, the party that never finished. <laughs> well, you, well, <laughs> the tercos would, mexicanos <laughs> that keep yeah, on yeah, going, <laughs> and keep on dancing. Yeah, yeah. The non-ending quinceañeras. Yeah. That's the, the way lucha libre was back in the day. Well, so, you you
2: would kind of need that just to for to recover yeah. for your body. I mean, no, yeah, you pain. You're in constant pain just to yeah.
3: function because we were in fucking pain, yeah. and we were our own doctors in in the dressing room. God. We all carry like shots, and we had like vitaminas and for the pain and mm-hmm. or we had uh pomadas and all this stuff or pills and all this stuff because we were our own me- uh, right. medicals we we uh sprained ankles and stuff so we had to sovar people right. Fuck, I we learn from each other you know <laughs> yeah. we we learn and and back then also it was very ugly when the new ones came al- along or when you guys some, haze them or when somebody was being the 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 in the big shit or think he was a uh-huh. big shit like sometimes in the torreo cuatro caminos we put um, shit on one of the masks on the guy's mask uh-huh. so <laughs> we the had the fuck? mask and the guy was looking for his mask and, and we weren't gonna give it to him until he was already like announced like yeah con ustedes, este güey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had to keep the shit face. No, yeah. no 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 yeah. and then we were gonna give him his that yeah. and he was gonna do this yeah so uh-huh. when he did that Ooh. <laughs>
2: that is so fucked up yeah before shit. they that's used to fun. do that's that dumb. and
3: then sometimes they used to cut the bottom part of the the the, the, the tote bags and stuff okay so when they used to pick up their stuff everything, everything would just down. fall out uh-huh. <laughs> and then they used to pee all over the tote bags before yeah, that's back so fucking that's it was ugly yeah, it was no, ugly and then they was, would give you with waraches back in your in your back uh-huh. they would wet the and oh yeah I've had that before that's the way they would that, my your, mom did that to on me. your yeah. debut <laughs> that's yeah. the way they were gonna baptize you the, with huaraches in your back in your butt everybody everybody that was on the rope, oh, fuck! On the, why everybody. would you want to fight after that you're the all fucked no, up no, no, all no, the no. you don't even want to fucking fight dude
2: imagine the shower
1: after? that shit was like
2: oh, oh, oh. fuck Hey, mm-hmm. dude that shit is fucking y'all were so sad was yeah but the now now days. they
3: don't do it they're, they're they, yeah. they they cry too much now they just mm-hmm. piss on them the That's new it? ones no they don't even do that <laughs> dude so, hey, what's what he crying about I just pissed
1: on him. so so the
2: so I, I know the legend has always been as far as for people for the wrestlers they always wear their masks they usually oh yeah supposed to wear it 24-7 so you'll never know or whatnot. is that is that is that true or is it just like whatever you show up or, or how does that go
3: I've I mean, they live with their masks. I've seen them. Live, yeah. Live like Santo, Blue Demon, in Mascaras. They don't even take it out on taxis or... They just walk around like that. Uh-huh. That's fucking... They, they, they really always have their mask on like everywhere. Yeah. It took me a long time to see them without a mask. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like after retirement I'm so, I'm a, or just. No, 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 no. Just in the dressing room. Were you like surprised? But, like, put that shit back on. Uh, man, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Disappointed yeah. more? Look, rule number one if you have a mascara, Is because you're covering something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Hey, did you ever think about going that way since it was the oh, whole no, Mexican thing? I debuted thing? with mascara. My oh, you first did? name
3: was Mr. Romano. Okay. I used to mask.
2: So, how, how many different names or, or profiles did you go by? Three. So Mr. Romano. When I
3: debuted in 1987, I was Mr. Romano, Okay. and that was just because I just started. Rey Mysterio was teaching me uh, senior, so he gave me the mask, the name, and everything. He goes here, mandate hacer eso, do that, and you're gonna wrestle, and you're gonna be a rudo because you need mm-hmm. to take. He he told me afterwards that he wanted me to lose the um, the nervousness from the people, the right. fans, and so I needed to be a rudo so you first. A an asshole to everybody. To be, yeah, right. Uh-huh, so, uh huh. So so I did. Yeah. And then I didn't like it. And then people were people knew they were like, Ese güey es puto. ese güey se la come." Oh, and I was like, uh, "Okay. How do you know?" I took it off. I took the mask off. I was like, "I'm done. Goodbye." Yeah. Entonces estaba. Um, uh, Los Cabada in, in, in El Gym in Ciudad Juarez. And back then it was 1988. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there was this soap opera in Mexico called Rosa Salvaje. Do you guys remember Rosa no. Salvaje? Verónica yeah, Casas. Mm-hmm. Rosa hey,
0: Salvaje.
3: <laughs> soy you. Yo. You go, so then. Hey, man, I, I mujeres, un camino. <laughs> no, 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 no. Entonces, they were asking for an exótico. Mm-hmm. And they were going to call him Rosa Salvaje. Okay. So then they went to where we used to train Mm -hmm. and here comes my this Hermes this little short guy and Dagoberto Morales the Scorpio Uh and they're all like gangsters like pimps like (laughs) yeah like old school no they're they're the viejos the old time they're like yeah yeah all that cadenas and all that shit and they come inside and and they're like andamos buscando un exótico para la empresa casa and all this Mm -hmm. so the teacher and everybody goes like Saul, (laughs) Saul, that's his name, Saul. Yeah, and then he goes like, "Come here, Mm -hmm. la madre (laughs) dijo." They took me outside. They told me that this was my opportunity to become a professional wrestler in a professional company and be on television. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't care. I, wanna, <laughs> I want a big shot. I want to I try. Yeah. I want to test my luck and stuff yeah. like that. So I did. I, we did like for eight months. The okay. Rosa Salvaje. And then when I went to my first uh, tour to Tijuana, Rey Mysterio told me, you're going like Rosa Salvaje. You got to change that name. That's name not yours because... There was already one in Acapulco, there was already oh, one was in just, Monterey okay. because of the soap opera, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So he goes, like, that's not going to work for you. And yeah. I like, no, I don't even like that name. Right. So we decided Cassandro. So, okay and he gave me the name of cassandra too and everything that has their own story and i've been to cassandra ever since and
2: what's the story behind cassandra
3: el, 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 he told me cassandra and i was like who's that <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell me who that <laughs> is
1: <laughs> oh i'm sorry did i say that out loud
3: <laughs> so then cassandra was a lady that she used to prostitute herself with uh-huh. politicians and she used to have her own place Ooh. and uh all the money that she would make uh she would do Un, a shelter for the battered women and then a shelter for the Los Niños de la Calle. Okay. Kind of like a Robin hood. And, the and then, uh, so she made a lot of money, but she she did uh, very good with the money. So he told me the story and I was like, okay, yeah, I like that name, but I'm not a woman. I'm not one of those who can compete with women. Right. I'm not a frustrated faggot. Um, I come from my mother. <laughs> I come from my mother and I want to be Cassandro. I don't want right. Cassandra. I want to be Cassandro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, all right, you're (laughs) Cassandra. So when I got to Tijuana, he took me. I met Cassandra in her burlesque place. Oh, no shit. She was an old lady, long, beautiful lady, all wrinkled. But you know what? She looked. I mean, se me figuró mucho que se. What's her name? The Titanic lady oh, uh, Rose oh Rose Miss Rose, Rose. Yeah. Se, se, se miraba, and she had all jewelry and stuff and she told me and I we, we told her about that I was going to be Cassandra and stuff she mm-hmm. gave me the book of her story she gave me her autograph she gave me the blessing and that was it
2: oh wow wow that is fucking nuts so you're named after a whore. that's f- awesome, awesome. Que, calmado calmado okay we're about a fight no no we're about to fight, no, no, <laughs> no, no. fight. <laughs> going to you flex your ass right now Dude, that is fucking dope. So that you have to. So a lot of the times when, when you get the special day, you have to get blessings from the people.
3: It's nice to get somebody. Just, I mean, it's, 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 is it just as a,
2: as a respect? Is it homage to them?
3: Fuera de respeto. Yeah, mm-hmm. por respeto, no. Right.
2: Damn, that's fucking
3: wild. I mean, it's great. For me, it was it was one of the best experiences. Like, yeah, but
2: you get to learn about
3: like um, Mr. Romano was nobody I didn't know Mr. Romano. <laughs> like but when he he talked to me about her, I was like, oh so she has right. a name. Right. And then she had the a story. story. And she yeah. got a you hustle.
1: Know? Yeah. She did it right.
2: That's an amazing story though. I mean like like the way you put it to mm-hmm. to that to be in that much in power now. You're taking that 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 story and putting your twist to it. And not only that, but now you're whooping everybody's ass,
3: which is yeah. fucking amazing. I think that she got me inspired on in doing a lot of the service work that I do. Like I always need to give back to people. Okay, and like so I
2: so service work such as what? What do you do as
3: far as helping out work? others? Okay, helping out, training people. Mm-hmm. Did you ever move Abil- out of El Paso and then? I've met? lived in Mexico City for yeah. like nine years mm-hmm. when right. I started. Then I lived in London. I lived in Paris. Damn. Um, yeah, was this work, you know. Yeah.
2: So, so the lucha libre is not just here in Mexico, right? It's Mm-mm. do you jump companies or how does that work? Is it the no, same uh, company? I'm an independent just, guy.
3: Okay, so you I don't, don't work with companies. I don't like to be nobody's bitch. I'm yeah. my mm-hmm. own bitch. Mm-hmm. You're your I own work, bitch. work with whoever <laughs> I want and I charge whatever I want. Damn. Yeah no 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 I don't they don't put a price to my my paycheck. Did you ever work? But I work with AAA. Right. I work with other companies that they hire me and I go and I do their TV shows and they help out. Yeah. And it's a two way street. They help me out. I help them out. And that's it. Right. Right. Absolutely. We always need that. Lucha libre is never gonna end. But there's just a few of us that were making it. Mm -hmm. Not everybody makes it. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of competition nowadays.
2: Yeah, well, then not only that, a lot of different companies are trying to come up with their own people, right? And trying yeah. to promote it their like way. Like, even
3: here in the United States, in Chicago, we have this company that's named Rice. Uh-huh. And it's just the only company that I know mm-hmm. that has all LGBTQ puros wrestlers. Really? Oh, Yeah, really? They, have mm-hmm. they have transgenders, they have female to male, male to female. They have gays and everything. All the colors of the rainbow. There. That is wild. And and it's like an honor because you get to experience these little kids that they didn't fit in the world mm-hmm. and, and look what they did. Lucha Libre did to them. Right. And that's how I can reflect because Lucha Libre has really truly changed myself. Yeah. I first had to discover who I was not to then discover who, who you I was. Are. And that was in Lucha Libre. Damn. That was in Lucha Libre.
2: So the uh, the uh, term that you use right now, the frustrated faggot. What what is that? Uh, Because I know it's it's such an ugly word, but when you say that, how is that conceived within the LGBT? qt uh
3: well now we don't use that language i used it because back then we were that that's the way it was now right. i get in trouble if i use it like yeah. right now and also don't start your <laughs> shit, people all right he was um, just talking i was, was just, just talking, talking. my <laughs> life, my <laughs> career experiences yeah um yeah no 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 but i didn't even know why i used that term right? <laughs> what was <laughs> it about what was it about <laughs> i don't know you oh, about You all the other guys that yeah. are new that right. are uh-huh so, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's to the There's, no, there's no a lot of frustrated homosexuals. No, oh, right. no, 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 no. Let me tell you. Let oh, me oh, let's, let's let's break ref- it down. Let me rephrase it. What is this? that, though? Explain that. There me. is a lot of homophobic homosexuals in this world.
2: Homophobic, homophobic homosexuals. homosexuals. How does that work? Explain all that a little bit.
1: Homophobic
3: Yeah, I'm
2: trying to. I'm trying to. I can't. can't.
1: Well, maybe they they haven't came out or something, or Or, they are and they're living in denial.
3: They're out or not? It's the problem. But there's a lot of people that want what you have, but they're not willing to do the work. Uh, Okay. okay. There's a lot of people that want to live off your your shine. Yeah. It just and for me it's not like no 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 you gotta do your own work we all mm-hmm. have something to do in this history of lucha libre or wrestling that we're trying to make like i yeah i was one of the first ones in this this new generations to use the bathing suits the makeups the pantyhose right. with pimpinela and my flowers we, uh-huh. all three we started this new generations we didn't even use makeup when we started we just used the the, the pantyhose and the bathing suits because we didn't know where we were going right but when we saw the acceptance of everybody we were like fuck this and then we started doing the makeup and then we started using the boas Mm -hmm. because all my stripper sisters would give me the my my stripper friends they would give me their bathing suits okay and, and that's how I started using my first gears they were okay. all bathing had me suits. Down from and then I w- went to my mom's closet and got her faldas and butterfly shirts and yeah. stuff and then I went to my sisters they all had quinceanera dresses they were on a lot of quinceaneras and I cut them down I mm-hmm. used them for something like rumbera I was always innov- innovating my my gear and my right. stuff like your style yeah I needed to be bling bling I needed to be the brighter one Flame I needed boy. to right. be flamboyant oh, yeah. and stuff but not forgetting that i'm a wrestler first than right. anything else that when i get on top of the ring like my two seconds of fame my two minutes is when i walk that down a catwalk to go into the ring you know? yeah. 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 So, so, so what is it like since
2: you're saying like you're the whole of the walk from the dressing room to the rig, what 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 does that embody for you like what what do you feel what
3: i think it starts when i'm at the hotel or when i'm at home getting ready to go to work mm-hmm. you No, know, you make your luggage you start doing your makeup your everything has to go in the back for me my zapatillas and everything and when you get to the arena you're already like i'm already experiencing i'm cassandra it's not saúl no more right i'm already this you're, in character. you're in character yeah a so, method actor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when I do the transition in the in the dressing room from putting the makeup or changing from Saúl to mm-hmm. Cassandro, I'm already in my in my aisle, no? I'm in right. my element. Right. So when I the doors open y con ustedes, Cassandro, like that's my yeah, like, that's my moment to shine, like ooh. Big, you know, like you I use these gowns, espectaculares yeah, gowns that's that the I green use. One, that was dope. Yeah, I use all this stuff, and people are just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then I get pictures, I get flowers, or I throw flowers, right. or I gift stuff out, and yeah. And then once you're in your in the ring, it's like, all right, like, yeah, everything's out right. the window. Shows over, yeah, Tokyo. yeah, the shows <laughs> over. I get my matches. aside you know, <laughs>
2: so okay. earlier you were mentioning that uh you went to uh was it London that you had to go do for your documentary that you're doing the Q&A? Or was it? Berlin, Berlin. Berlin. Talk to us a little bit about the documentary. How did that come along? How how, how did the whole process come along and what exactly are they focusing on, on your documentary?
3: Um, My documentary came, uh, the first one was in 2010. And it was to help out this guy that was studying in UCLA Mm -hmm. uh, from Mexico and and he was gonna do his thesis and he did it on cassandro so he went to the hotel and he recorded my interview he never knew that the sun was against it he never got an image of me only the voice okay but then at night i invited him to go watch me wrestle Mm -hmm. and he got those images yeah and he did a 28 minute documentary and it went fine and we did it at Cine I took it to Toulouse in France to one of the festivals, and I put a ring in the middle of the of the ocean uh-huh. at eleven thirty p.m. and I did a mano mano with Sangre Azteca from Consejo Mundial de Lucha Libre. Okay, it's just oh, my wow. crazy idea that I do. <laughs> <laughs> like I put you, a ring even in the Museum of Lou. Okay. Two nights in Fashion Week to wrestle two manos a mano with El Hijo del Santo. Holy shit! Oh wow! That is fucking I a, dope. A, I put a ring inside of the Cartier Foundation, also in Paris. Damn. Yeah. Wow. So I've done a lot of shits in the festivals as well. Like stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean... Ya me fue la onda otra vez You're talking about your documentary yeah. That was yeah. the first one. Oh, Okay, so that was the first one But right. then I met I I worked a lot in this company Known as Lucha Baboon Have you guys heard of Lucha Baboon? No, mm-hmm. I can't say how Oh, you guys are missing it Uh It's burlesque It's, it's called Sexo y Violencia oh, And it's okay. about burlesque dancers And they come out in this beautiful It's so professional So elegant And so first, first class uh-huh. And they do all this dancing And striptease Like a strip striptease And then, yeah, they're naked No, They have mm-hmm. their little... Pasties. Pasties. huh and their thongs or whatever and then somebody does the does the trapecios at yeah. the, the lacedas, okay uh, all that aerial things the hula hoops in the mm-hmm. air the fire and then there's a match and then there's another act and then there's another They a match. show this on TV no, like, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, all no, right this is 21 and over in Where? LA at the Miami Theater in LA
1: Damn, but, but we theater. went we went oh,
3: wow. But we went to Amsterdam uh, to the premiere of Natural Living in 2006. Oh, okay. For the premiere. Paramount took us to Amsterdam. That's fucking cool. And then, um, so that, that show was very... For me and I met the director there. She's from France. Her name's Marie Lossier mm-hmm. and she's uh she had won a lot of prizes. She won the Teddy Award for the Ballada of Genesis, mm-hmm. which is a story about two gay people and, and I don't know what she picks gay people always for her movies.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Interesting. But then we went to Mexico and we were on, in Xochimilco in Las Trajineras, you know, and those uh and we did an interview and she was like, I had her laughing, I had her crying. And she's like, your life is so yeah, beautiful and painful and, and, and everything. Let's do something about it. And I was like, do something. You do something. <laughs> and she's like, can we do it? Can we do it? I was like, yeah, do it. Right. So she did. She started, uh-huh. we started recording, we did uh, filming for five years. It was a long process wow. because between the five years, I had three surgeries. Oh. And, and, um, she got the best of me. She got the worst of me. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the documentary is so powerful. Is so, that, that's what that's on Amazon right now? Yeah, that's in Amazon, Amazon Prime, and other stuff, other platforms. We premiered that one May eighteenth of two thousand eighteen at mm-hmm. a festival Cannes in France, right. a Cannes Film Festival. Uh, it was chosen one of the nine nine uh, documentaries, and yeah. it, it was the oh, best Oh wow! One. It did well. Oh it was number one I, oh, I wasn't really? supposed to Even done the red carpet Right So I I did the red carpet On a oh, Saturday <laughs> night <laughs> oh, With damn. Among all these Talented and beautiful Men and women Around right. me And but I was the special one Because they put the I'm coming up Oh shit I want the world to know <laughs> And they even announced And now ladies and gentlemen Luchador for Mexican <laughs> The catch Cassandra El Exotico damn. And I was just like Holy oh, shit I wasn't even You must have been Dolled up for that man you Oh yeah You must yeah, have been my, fucking, ow, and you know ow. what I found out later? What's that? This fucking France bitches. <laughs> <laughs> all my them production team, French all my, my my production team is from French. Everybody, I love them all. They they're so great people. But I had a big crew always on me, uh-huh. and my agent, she was like, huh? It's a red carpet, and I had a red gown. Right. And they were like, mm, we don't know if your red gown's gonna look good. And I'm like. Mm. They were talking in in, in French, right? right? And I was like, oh, estas cabronas están hablando de mí. ¿Qué dijeron estas cabronas? Ah, something about red because it's rouge. Right. Uh, and then, I mean, when we, it's so, they're so pro- protocols and everything, okay. like, the the security guards go and, and check your apartment before oh, they fun. go and pick you up in your van. You cannot have a telephone. You cannot have nothing when you get under that van. You don't open the doors. You don't close the doors. You don't say hello to nobody with your hands. You never touch no, nothing. Okay. Ooh, all this things, That was before no? COVID. Yeah. Now? Yeah and then we go and there's a big line and then it was Leonardo DiCaprio and it was Salma Hayek and it was me and then Salma his, Hayek you're and oh this russian my god. lady also and then um Beautiful. Jane Fonda was there doing a show as well right and then yeah when you get when they open the the van you're like oh my god oh my god <laughs> and, stuck then on they, and then you get you get down and they take you to a line yeah and you're like in the cool waiting for you cuz you're going to go up and then they just take, come and tell you like we're gonna to turn to the left and we're gonna to turn to the right and you're wherever we told you turn, 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 you gotta turn and you gotta walk slowly. La, 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 right. la, la, la. So see and then yeah, when we were ready and then they announced all that mm-hmm. and stuff and then and then everybody starts Cassandra, Cassandra and I was like, Oh, you're a C the paparazzi <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was a fucking amazing experience. That and must then, have
2: been gone by like a blur though. I mean so much shit, so much adrenaline. Then fucking out there in the red gown. I mean, ugh. Yeah, and, Dude, it, was and the big... pictures
3: look fucking amazing. I really? like. Mm, okay, no. <laughs> I make my I make my clothes shine. My clothes don't right. make me shine. <laughs> you gotta put that that's bedazzle right, on right. that shit.
1: Hey, back to Selma Hayek, though. Like.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really nice. And then there was a lot of parties you had to go to, like yeah. sponsors' parties every day. Right. In Los Festivales and all those, I learned how to drink champagne because they drink champagne. Yeah. Oh, you shit. have to learn how to drink that shit? Oh, hell yeah. 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 They yeah, drink that's a shit. everywhere champagne. Yeah. That's their shit, man. Espumado or no espumado? Oh, shit.
2: So that I I know earlier you'd say we're talking about um, how you're doing TED talks that you're doing all these different um, talks for the LGBTQ. It's, I'll, I always get the letters confused. So
3: LGBTQ plus plus, plus plus do. plus I don't hey, know. Yeah, oh, you, you don't know? know? Okay, I thought yeah. I see I, didn't. I no. or A plus. Yeah, now they have or an something? A. I don't know. Then
2: I, you, know. I heard some shit that pedophiles are trying to get their own letter now. Did you hear about that? Oh God! no. Yeah, they're trying yeah. to get their because they're just saying the age is nothing but a number. And I was like, dude, that's some fucking over that's eighteen. Up, that's over a wild 18. shit. That's a wild in shit. An AJ none but number over yeah. eighteen. But they're they're trying to get their their letter thrown in there too. And I was like, dude, that is not the fucking way to go. That is, you're fucking up with something that's actually oh, important. No, you know man, what I mean? That's fucking yeah.
3: Disgusting. I don't know.
2: So so what what, what have you uh, your TED talks? Talk to me about that. What was your your uh, whole topic about that when you were doing your TED
3: talks? Uh it was about my story. Your story? It was about being a Chicano fronterizo from La Frontera entre Ciudad Juárez y El Paso Texas. Mm-hmm. It was the first Mexico woman's that was gonna have a TED Talk. Okay. And it was November the second, Dia de Muertos. Oh, so shit. I did half my makeup as calaverita uh-huh. and half as normal. Right. Yeah. And then um so I was gonna tell about my story. Everybody gets eight minutes. I was like, Screw eight minutes, I can't tell you my story in eight <laughs> yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. So they gave me they say well, you can do whatever you take.
1: And so I took 18 minutes but right. I
3: th- because I did a PowerPoint and I explained to them where I come from, how it was for me in a machista culture, and I'm right. a, a, like how did I change not only a, a, a family, a neighborhood, a, a, a sport, but a, a culture. Right, absolutely. Winning, being the first KE uh, championship. Yeah. Uh, a champion in the world, and 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 so I talked about that. I talk about my family issues, mm-hmm. and I talk about everything the dark road that I went through until I got to the recovery site. Yeah, and then that's where my life had bloom, and and I've been able to oh, to admire even what all these people do to me. Like you know, old sheepdog now that they're doing brewing the 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 beer and. It's just, it, it feels so amazing for me. I, I can tell you that I've cried about this. Mm-hmm. I cry about everything, so... I was <laughs> You're like, emotional. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm emotional. I'm 50 <laughs> years old, so... I think... Well, uh, that's a, that's a, <laughs> um But a, yeah, because it's amazing. Who would have of a this? journey. Who would have thought this selfless... Um, you want to say it. <laughs> you want to say <see> it. <laughs> <laughs> Just fatherless say kid from the hood you know and right. then going to Cannes, and then go, yeah. uh, now the documentaries in amazon amazon prime and all these platforms and now i get a beer and we're gonna do this right. on the release on friday so i'm so freaking amazing you're good people
2: you're good people uh, good
3: things everything
2: gets paid i mean like yeah. you said you got to go through a dark road to get the light yeah, and unfortunately, some of them, you know, some people don't get out of there. And the fact that you did, you're able to do what you're doing, and be able to touch people, you know, with the words, with your story. That's fucking amazing. You know what yeah.
3: I mean? I mean, congrats on everything. You said that the 2003
1: had. is when you became sober or clean.
3: clean, clean, narcotics anonymous. Oh, NA, my key tags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went through the whole. That's where my recovery started from. That's where my healing process started because I found out that. What was using, the breaking point? Like when, using when did you realize? was that? just an escape. I was escaping a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So, so when I lost my mom, when I lost my mom, I found out that like my mom was the only person that gave me that unconditional love. Yeah, mm-hmm. like sh- sh- she would enable me. She didn't know she was enabling me mm-hmm. she would get me out of jail she would get me out of all my shit she would pay all my fucking stupid shit that I was missing yeah uh, you know and, and like that so when i when i found uh when I was found without my mom, it was mm. very hard, and I think I just a full blown addict exploded on me until two thousand and three that I was caught here. Oh, No, it's Uh, fine, it's fine, I mean, (laughs) I was caught here at the bridge uh, by the cops And it was like less than, what did they say? Less than two ounces or something like that. It was a little bit of weed. Mm -hmm. But um, anyways, I got caught. I went to jail that weekend. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I ended up staying 22 days because I found out we had an identity theft. I had an NCIC. Oh, wow. I had an an identity theft and there was a big mess. Somebody had done dangerous uh, drugs and weapons in California. Under your identity? Under my name. Uh Uh-huh. And then... um, so I had to stay there eighteen days. I stayed five at the county. Uh-huh. I was in in floor number tenth where the crazy ones are at. Wow! It was a horrible experience that I did. A uh-huh. guy tried to commit suicide one night when we were you there. Did? No, oh, the, the oh, guy oh, one oh, of the like, guys oh. that was there. He started cutting all his neck, and he started cr- screaming. And then we were all like pressing for the cops to come, but they wouldn't come. Right, and yeah. then because he was like bleeding everywhere, he thought like. Ah! Oh my god. And then Wait they came they came with all this gear, the cops, and they get him out, they get mm-hmm. the head out of him. And then he's gone and we're fine. And then that same night it was Cadena, okay. I'm gonna chain and they say my name and I'm like where, where are they taking me? Yeah. So they put us in a little room and then from the door, all of a sudden somebody goes like, Rah! and it was that guy all fucking stitched up from his neck. And then he starts pulling the stitches out like this, like, oh, oh. And I was just like being more traumatized, like,
1: oh, madre
3: mia. <laughs> <laughs> and then that traumatized me really bad. And then they took me to the cell and we were like, 700 people that we were going to be transported. God damn. Damn. To the annex. Yeah. And I was among like whites, blacks, everything, everything. And I was in there with a blonde hair, (laughs) with my ceja like all like, oh my God. And I was like, oh. Hey, buena, get up. Buffet. (laughs) (laughs) And it was really hard. It was really hard on me. Yeah. It It was horrible. And I think that's what made me think like, if i don't want to do the time don't do the crime right but it wasn't my crime my, like it was somebody else's you know yeah and then when i went to the annex i went to the big fucking cell no yeah and then you know that there's someone Yeah, it's running it, somebody right? bigger yeah and i was just like oh my god oh my god he, like, <laughs> how he comes out and he's like, hey chavo, what's your name ¿Cómo ¿Qué uh-huh. what are you here for and i i talked Bien con él, con el señor. Uh-huh. I, I still remember Castillo. What's his last name? He was the best thing that happened to me inside. Right. Because he protected me and 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 we would talk a lot about stuff, you know, because mm-hmm. he knew that I was a wrestler. Okay. Oh, he right. knew he is a luchador, güey. Entonces, pendejo. <laughs> 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 <I'm> like, yes. <laughs> but he was really nice to me. <laughs> that, right. That the time when they said. Saul and that i was going back i i was crying i didn't know if I, because i wanted to leave or because i wanted to stay because <laughs> right. yeah, 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 yeah. i had found somebody in right. there no right right i was like oh no but see you <laughs> Entonces, is- me di cuenta que i had nine aliases under my name working Holy in shit. the united states my mom's boyfriend had stolen my identity my birth certificate and my social security wow. and he sold it nine times god damn Holy so i was under surveillance for 20 years and just last year everything was it went away yeah everything went away because it was 20 years finally the the district attorney from where the warrant was issued um santa clara california okay um uh, said that it was done they were never going to cut that one and a lot of people helped me a lot of um u.s customs agents helped Mm me along the way a lot of culeros i found out how they treated (laughs) me really bad the first years they would come they would handcuff me to the chairs they would come to directly to the car and get me off the car like yeah it was horrible i struggled for 10 years horrible humiliations right yeah. I, would, I would cry I would get pissed I wanted to fuck somebody up Yeah, and then I became friends of good guys that tried to help me Yeah, you know there was good guys in LA that every time I would get to este hey, Cassandro vente wey vente wey this guy este wey te rompe la madre they would go to the show and they right. scream for me and and like that, you know, yeah. but there were some, you know, assholes that were like, really, right. especially, I don't know why is it is with the Asians, but they were always mean to me. I think Asians are just mean in general. <laughs> <laughs> I would yeah. say that's all they are. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked
2: up. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, that was me. I'll take that one. I don't care. But I, and all that shit happened just because you had somebody nine different aliases under your name. That's yeah. some fucked up shit. I can't even imagine. So now you're cleared from my... <laughs> from <on>. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: but my record is fucking like my credit is it's gone everything everything because they fucked up a lot of shit yeah and to get it clear yeah I try to change my name I try to get an override I tried a lot of things along the 20 years and Mm. nada podían hacer because they had both my social security number and my birthday my okay. birth certificate so ellos más, even in Texas somebody was somebody had an ID in Texas in plain view oh, shit. under my name <sighs> oh, so wow. I came and talked to the chief here in in, in, um, in the, uh, George Theater. it was just okay. black general i see uh-huh. general. oh he was an asshole to me like <laughs> he made me go back and forth to that office right. the texas department of Pu- public safety like i had to go get him like all my records from school and then all my records from high school and then my baptized records God and damn. then he wanted me to show him that i was the real one right. i said you know how i'm gonna show you motherfucker <laughs> i brought on my mom's passport my mom's social and she had passed away like Right. Years, I, and I said, "Who's gonna fucking have this shit?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he finally gave me that letter that I had because next day I had to fly to France. Right, and oh, he yeah. wouldn't give it to me. But he, that fucker, didn't know that the lady in Santa Clara, uh-huh. where the DA, where the warrant was, she, she, she talked to me. She goes, "Don't worry, I'm gonna turn the." Um, the warrant off okay, and I'll activate it when you come back to the country just let me know when you come back and I was like Name. so that
2: way nobody will fuck with you
3: yeah Damn. she was trying to help me and some were not trying to help yeah.
1: me so when you would go internationally they would Ooh, always give you time, problems yeah. yeah
3: so then I I always carry like my passport but there's always a letter so I'm always like I always took the letter out first and I was like, like I have an <laughs> NCIC and it's an identity theft Uh huh. here you go and then I would give them my passport right because if I would give them my passport yeah, or don't up. say nothing, yeah. ooh, it was giving them permission to do whatever the heck they wanted. To. Yeah, dude, that's fucking yeah. wild, man. It was horrible, that horrible is- experiences. Así como they discriminated so bad, they harassed me so bad. Yeah, inside the airports, U.S. customs offices, in the airport. Yeah, in those yeah. airports Because I, I so came through San Francisco in, right? They got right. me i flew in through Houston They will get me Atlanta Todos those, right. Todos lados Everywhere Damn
2: And that was all because of some Fucking other dipshits Yeah I Had nothing to do with you No So now that you're sober Looking back
3: No, I'm not sober Oh, you're not
2: sober You're not sober Now that you're not So what are you on now? Just alcohol? Just you No know, I mean, i drink
3: whatever I want When I want Right but it's Just drug free I no 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 everything. I mean I don't I don't do nothing, but I'm not in recovery no more. Okay. You beat it. <laughs> no, you don't beat it. You just know what you, you have your to limits. learn and you learn your limits. Yeah sure. yeah yeah yeah. So right now I'm just I'm a cool. I'm cool. I can, <laughs> I, 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 I can drink when I want to and I can do whatever I want. to. Right. But if, the, you do you have, do if you you're willing it? to pay the consequences, do it, cabrón. <laughs> there you go.
2: <laughs> right. Now you can't get any better than that. So let me ask you this because I know we're getting we're we're wrapping up in about an hour and a half already, and I feel like I still got like thousands of no, questions so yeah, we that haven't, we, go. we haven't even gotten into it yeah. yet. <laughs> what 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 kind of message you like to give out to the people before? With our beer, with your beer coming out, Old Sheepdog Brewery. Say it again. When is yeah, it going yeah, down? Yeah,
4: yeah. Um, Friday, uh, the twenty fourth of Yo, this month.
2: I was ready for you to jump in the whole fucking time. No, you, you're just sitting you there. came in the first ten seconds and the oh, last. I know. Time. I, no, was like, I was like, dude, no, no. <laughs> say something. He, he, looks like he looks like he's in awe. He's yeah. in awe of the I'm whole fan. story. I'm a yeah. huge fan. Right,
4: and that's that's exactly the reason why we. I always wanted. Yeah. Cassandra to be the face of, of, of the beer of that beer. Pick the right guy. Because what he is, what he you know, your image. Mm-hmm. And I mean I'm just I'm a huge fan.
2: So so what, mm-hmm. what so that since so you are a huge fan, hearing everything that you've been hearing today, like what's what's the what does that do for you like what do you think about him is it change your opinion do you like him even more now i mean
4: yeah i like him even more <laughs> <laughs> no no i'm no, no, glad but, he's really open i mean man. i mean he didn't shy away from nothing that's yeah. exactly what i what i love about Casandro that he's an open he's open about it right. and and even i mean before even calling him uh well texting him right uh we already had seen what he what he represents right so
2: that's fucking awesome.
4: It, it 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 truly is not because he's here, but it truly is a big honor for us, for him to be able to say yes to us, right? So we could show, you know, him, right? As uh as as what we want because it's it, 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 what he represents, and I want not only just his face, but everything around mm-hmm. what he represents, and that's exactly what we at Old Sheepdog want want to.
2: Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, and you guys mm-hmm. got some fucking fantastic products from what I hear. Because, you know, I don't drink beer. I do. And yeah. well, yeah, we just yeah. had some, and it yeah, was yeah. great. Yeah, Jules is which right one, here what, drinking what, the hey, fuck which out of this have? one.
4: De La Palma. That's a coconut IPA. We're having a hazy New England IPA uh, for Cassandro. That's oh. fucking amazing. Made out of
1: mango. Try to make it.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You'll be there. Yeah, it's, it's going about right. right. I know you'll be there. I it's going to be cool. It's gonna gonna in sick. So that's going to be this Friday, the 24th um Seven started at 7 10. p.m it's right? in 10 to mm-hmm. in 7, 7 to 10? 10 p.m
3: yes 3900 rosa 3900 rosa yes sir and yeah. then we
2: could wrestle the wrestlers if we if we want if we get drunk enough or is that <laughs> hell no <laughs> I like, i'll watch <laughs> I'll watch
3: <laughs>
2: as long as you i'll have. cheer for you
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so so before we go cassandra what would you like to tell what would you like to leave the last word for the people listening what what, what do you want to tell them about yourself
3: uh that if I can make it, anybody can make it, no? I right. mean, everybody needs to change. Nowadays, it's uh, there's a lot of help nowadays. I mm-hmm. mean, either you can be part of the problem, part of the solution, I decided to be part of the solution. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things to do. Follow your dreams, continue being somebody, be somebody, be whoever you wanna be. That's what I say, and I always say this, like, my life doesn't depend on you guys accepting me, my life depends on me accepting myself. Right. When I accept myself, my life gets better.
2: That's fucking beautiful. Be so who you are. Be catch him you. Catch him on his Instagram, Cassandro underscore L underscore exotico. He's, he's, he uh, says, he's a spiritual being going through this temporary human experience. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a, from what I've gotten to learn from you, man, that you're a beautiful fucking person. Yeah, all, all, all congrats on your documentary and all the uh, good stuff that's coming to check you. It with out. The go YouTube. check it out. Yeah, check him out on Amazon, Amazon Prime, right? Amazon Prime, check him out on, uh, Check them out at the old sheepdog brewery. Yes, yeah. sir. Friday. Um, this Friday. Get your beers. Get 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 your autograph taken. Get, get some Mongo. Big Mongo yeah. beer. Yeah, get punched by Cassandra or drop kicked. Or <laughs> well, whatever. Or kissed. Or kissed. <laughs> <Or> kissed. <laughs> Figure four leg log head scissors. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. So, so next time, Cassandra, it's been a pleasure. Thank Everybody be
0: cool. Don't be a dick. Exactly. Don't yes, be a dick. Sis. Nope.